0: To Python Radio, with your host Eric Burk and Owen McIntyre.
1: Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Moralia Python Radio, and tonight we're talking short-tail pythons with our good friend from across the pond, Graham Battison, uh, who will be joining us momentarily, um, but uh, yeah. For me today, I had some cool carpets patching out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've had uh, I've been working with this um, line of jungles, God, for for a long time, and uh, I tried to breed them once before. They were too Mm -hmm. small. Um, This year, I gave it a go. I got a clutch. Crazy thing was, is that I had her do a maternal incubation. And a stupid, stupid mistake that I made was, ah, oh, she'll be fine. Did a checker for two days. Mm-hmm. And then I opened up,
2: and there she was.
1: Off the eggs. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit.
2: There she um, is. There the eggs yeah. are. They're not in the yes. same place. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> it looked like – so at the time to- – I don't know. I talked about this on the show before, but she looked She mm-hmm. looked like, like she was trying to – you know how like when they shed, but they – they 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 still have the shed on them like they didn't shed but it's you could tell that they shed but the skin is not off it's sort of like there's inside their skin still you know what I'm, did you ever yeah, have that?
2: Uh, I I've seen that um I've only ever seen that when I catch them like mid shed where it's like you know there's there's the, the scales have separated especially in certain areas when it gets um um like they've popped off, like all the scales have separated in a certain area that they haven't gotten down to peeling off like a sock yet. And it's like there's almost like an air bubble in between them and the shed skin is what I guess I think you're getting at here. Yeah. And she
1: just, to me, when I looked at her, she looked kind of dehydrated, which, you know, when a jungle is kind of, or when a carpet is kind of doing maternal incubation, the farther along they get, sometimes Mm -hmm. they look close to death, you know? I mean, it
2: really takes a toll (laughs) on the female. Dude, I'm, I'm watching my bread lie, and she's like basking belly up every day. She's getting closer and closer. Her due date is July 4th, and just her head looks so much thinner to me than normal. I'm like, will you please just? And I've offered her food, and she doesn't want it. I'm like, please just lay the eggs. Like, right? You're have to please lay the eggs this way I can feed you. Like, this way you <laughs> eat something. Like, you're know, right. just killing me right now. Um, but I've already slated. She's getting the year off next year. Um, but, uh. But yeah, dude, it's, it, 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 breeding takes a toll and breeding definitely will mess up your girls, uh, which is why, you know, you should consider something like, uh, the, you know, giving them a year off or something like that. Every so often people who breed every single year, you you might run into a problem. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah.
1: So I, I, I was not going to leave her with the eggs at that point, but I was nervous about switching from. You know maternally incubated eggs for probably the first third of her um incubation period
2: to an incubator um well, but, but why like why why was why were you nervous about that
1: I don't know i I don't know i just you know I didn't know how long she was off the eggs. my guess would be two days you know I didn't know <laughs> if they were
0: <laughs> still
1: you know still if that good was detrimental. Or, yeah, See, and they kind of looked. The sunken in, and I was like, eh, mm-hmm. this, is, this this is gonna be iffy. Um, surprisingly, though, I, I took her off the eggs. Mm-hmm. I uh, I soaked her uh, for a long time. Um, immediately hydrated back up. Shed skin was mm-hmm. off the next day, like you know, and it would, there was like two sheds on there. So I don't know if it was like maybe she was uncomfortable on the eggs with the the shed on her, which is weird that a snake would shed. That that I've yeah. never heard that and never that's had like a, a post egg. egg
0: shed yeah, yeah <laughs> you don't have a post
1: egg shed you know what the hell is that <laughs> it's like um so i don't i don't know i don't know if it was just a fluke or whatever but maybe that's why she was uncomfortable and she left the egg i have no idea anyway she's mm-hmm. back she's rock solid so these eggs were questionable and um so they were in there and today uh the first one came out uh so i i mm-hmm. have what three uh, four out now um, but these are lightning line jungles. They're produced by Terry Phillip. They're very, very striped, and yep. these things are super striped. And what's crazy yeah, is yeah. that one that I posted up on my Facebook page, the first half of that snake is the yellowest I've ever seen. A jungle coming out of the
2: neonet. Yeah, that is nuts. Um, I imagine there's already people like kicking down your door to get to these things. I mean, yeah,
1: I posted it up, and there's like, <laughs> oh, it's like, mine, mine, message, please keep me in mind for, you know. <laughs> and they're like, Wait, Nick, they don't
0: whoa, know well, me very well. No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think, what did I text you? I'm like, that one's getting full-burked, and that one's getting full-burked. It's like, no, 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 yeah. they don't. No, there's there might be a few people that will guilt trip you into letting one or two go, um, and then the rest will be kept and will be... Yours until something else happens. yeah.
1: Well, I at least want to see. Like, this is the first time I produced real, legit jungles.
2: You like, have to wait a straight up jungles. Yeah, you have to wait almost a year before the like the color. I'm going off of your feed schedule is a year. Um, <laughs> is to get it that much growth. Year and a half, yeah, man. It might be a year, year and a half. Like I, I don't know what I was thinking. You won't know till they're two exactly right. what color they're gonna be. Um, but Uh, you almost got to wait for the color to come in because uh, I hatched the Delia Scattershot jungles Mm -hmm. with the Mojo Reptiles female. And I had them all out, and I'm like, this one and this one are going to be the best ones. And then a couple months later, after they had had a couple feedings and a couple sheds, I opened a drawer, and I'm like, holy crap. Like, no, (laughs) where did this come from? So, like, sometimes there will be the sleeper that comes out of left field on you. So
0: Right, Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so, so so far, well, the first two that came
1: out of the egg are probably the nicest, and I, I showed you the male. That mm-hmm. one that I posted up on my Facebook is the female, and uh, the male is really dark, really dark.
2: Mm-hmm. Lots of black,
1: and a crazy wide stripe on the on the bottom half of of, of the body. So. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how they turn out. I'm looking forward to it. Uh I can chalk up a, another carpet python that I bred off the Wait. list.
2: <laughs> was this your was this your first jungle clutch? Pure jungle, yes. Uh, oh wow. Yeah.
1: I got to be honest, man. As much as I was excited about this clutch, I am excited about the clutch that'll probably be next week. Um so that's a lot.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't wait for that well, to pop out. All right, all right. So you've done Pure Coastal, you've done Papuan, you've done now Pure Jungle. So you've got the three the three big ones. Um yeah. and you've done Darwin because you've bred Pure Darwin to Pure Darwin, right? No. Damn it. Um take that one away from you. Sorry. And then nope. you have Mutts. You have all the Mutts.
0: <laughs> yeah, I
1: I've done all the different <laughs> carpets in another carpet, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not
3: by itself In all them combined I mean like
2: because yeah. I've only done coastal jungle and red lie. I count that because it's close
0: <laughs> so it's,
2: uh, okay <laughs> close enough I'm counting it it's mine <laughs> so uh but yeah whatever so
0: yeah that's uh that's
1: what's going on with me so it's pretty exciting to uh to hatch out some some cool snakes um yeah. so so yeah
2: you hatching anything out or nothing's hatching? I mean, I got the clutch of, of Jags. I think a couple weeks ago, they they're having they all had their first feed except for one that is like choosing death, and he and I are gonna have problems. But um, everybody else is doing <laughs> cool. Um, and then, like I said, I'm waiting on the two bread life females. Like they they both had their prelay sheds within a day of each other, so there might be a day where I come down and they're both on top of eggs which is insane so be very bad to have owen record keeping right now because one of them is het stonewash and the other one is not and if i (laughs) oh dear oh lord no so it's like i don't want to um but that'll be cool if that shakes loose so
1: we'll see some people want to hear Graham say tortoise tonight. Um, <laughs> so
2: it will happen. I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to say, what, how do you, what, what is that land turtle? And I'll just ask like, you know, a question I'm going to ask. It tortoise? Yeah. Yes. yes. So, um, you know. I don't know what you want to do.
1: I know you said that Howard was going to call in to promote his thing, but Graham's on there. And poor Graham, it's like 2 o'clock in the morning. What do you want to...
2: Rotten bastard. I told Howard to call in like a couple of minutes later. I can text howard right now real it's quick. 9 10 now we can bring, graham. Uh, we can bring, bring graham on and we can talk to him i mean then like have howard do his thing and then quick jump off i mean i'll text howard right now get your ass over here
1: yeah what the hell we're gonna start yeah, with I Graham and get him going he's gonna tell us the story of his new and then we're gonna cut him off or... and
2: then <laughs> we're gonna have howard it's basically it's it is basically is just stupid <laughs> it's like it's like if you had Howard in person Like you know you're talking and then he bursts through And yeah, says a bunch true. of stuff And then runs away and it's just like what just happened Like that's normal In my opinion so, uh, uh, Let's see No Howard can't oh. tell us about his new phone <laughs> Well I, I think it's like his old phone Yeah So Well what do you, what are you thinking? I just texted him. If he's not on, we can go ahead and do with Graham and then we'll uh cut to Howard, I think. All right, I'm just gonna bring Graham on. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> hey, hey Graham, <laughs> how waiting, you doing, man? Asking
2: permission <laughs> hey guys, from me. What the me hell? Okay?
1: Yeah, we got you. <laughs> I, yeah, we hear you good, man.
2: Good,
1: Sorry, good. I know it's in the middle of the night and you know, oh, you're probably you're okay. probably <laughs> dialed back to about a six right now, but don't worry. We're gonna get you to a ten. <laughs> <laughs> no well, doubt yeah. Whoa well, <laughs>
2: well, buddy Simmer down Okay I mean like We've never been at a 10 We need to get an
4: Even 8 Alright
2: Jesus Christ <laughs> yeah, yeah it's we been a long time, pretty, time since i um,
4: Getting up at Getting up at 2am Isn't Isn't a hassle You know <laughs> <laughs>
2: This
0: is true man
4: <laughs> So how you nice, been I think I'm nuts I'm, I've, I've been good Yeah been really good yeah. I've had a great nice. season You know I'm looking forward to seeing Go doing that season the Congratulations on that clutch you you started hatching today. I've been waiting to see uh, Terry Phillips oh, thanks, land for um, for a long yeah. time and Terry doesn't really say what he's working with back at home anymore these days anyway. So it's, it's <laughs> no. nice to see that lineage continue anyway.
1: Yeah, they're beautiful, man. Beautiful jungles. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So absolutely.
4: Cool.
1: So when do you move over here to the States? I
4: yeah Well That's still kind of Up in the air We're waiting to break ground On the new facility In uh um, oh, okay. Springs, Arkansas It looks mm. like We're going to be moving ahead With that very soon oh, um, nice And Once Once that starts Um My employer Dennis McGee Is um Is going to speak to an immigration attorney And And get that going About moving us out there Permanently So It's all um it's all scary, but it's also very exciting, you know.
0: Yeah
1: I can't yeah, wait man. to get
4: stateside and uh, to get busy out there.
1: Yeah, that's cool, man. Oh, <clears> yeah. Very, very cool.
4: Yeah, how, I can't how bad
1: to is see that, that
2: move gonna be, man? I mean, like are you gonna you're gonna have to pack up everything and then you know, are you just gonna somehow import your animals over here?
4: Yeah, I'm gonna have to He's um he's gonna be Basically, my superior in the Hot Springs Reptile Garden. Uh, he's also a very good friend of mine. I'll be uh, exporting my the, the bulk of what I'm keeping to Randall in the coming months, and um, Randall's going to keep him fed and watered for me until I finally make the big move over there. Mm-hmm. So okay. At least I've got nice. someone I trust, you know. Yeah. But I'm quite, well, I'm quite lucky moving to Arkansas because I've got Ryan Rumbly out there too, and he's a good pal. So. But right. you know, but my animals okay. will be in good hands with Randall. He knows what he's doing. He's there. <laughs>
0: he's,
4: he's been around the block with the with the nice with, with the life.
1: For sure, man. Okay. Yeah. I think uh I think we got Howard on here. He's gonna he's promoting uh crocodilian okay, guys.
0: Um, Yeah, can you give him one second? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No so problems, yep. No, no worries.
5: Problems.
6: Howard <clears throat> Yes, Eric. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. That's good. i <laughs> uh, well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Thank you for letting me uh, once again on the show. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, you know, coming to the states, it sounds fun, but man, it's the states. I don't know about relocating. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind him, Graham. <laughs> good, good, good to know.
1: Good, good to know. Oh, gr- no, no, when you come to Tindley, you'll 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 find out what Howard's all about. He's great. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
2: Best just to just let
6: him. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All
6: right. I'll try to re- I'll try to be professional at this point.
0: All right, folks. Nevertheless,
6: um, as as most of you know, I work with the uh, I'm in direct contact with the Crocodilian Conservation Center of Florida. Mm -hmm. And this July 27th, we're having an event here in Maryland. We've had other Crockade events in uh, Florida, different places, uh, Ashton Biological Preserves, um, and at the facility to raise awareness and raise funds to try to build this facility. Mm -hmm. So the 27th of July, between 5 p.m. and 8.30 p.m., we're having an event that anybody can—it's open to the public. Anybody can come, bring an auction items. It'll be way laid back, just similar to a carpet fest, but it's more a little bit more academic. And uh, I'll be there, so it'll be fun.
0: <laughs> nice. Okay.
6: I know I put a bunch of uh, a, a bunch of uh, literature up at Eric's house for uh, carpet fest. You taped it everywhere. I (laughs) I hope I, yeah, I I hope I didn't ruin your walls with the tape. I tried to (laughs) make sure it wasn't too sticky that it was tearing off paint. But yeah, (laughs) some rhyme or reason. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, there was plenty of rhyme or reason. You know, I mean, I was doing fine until I had separation anxiety from my phone, and then. That's a real thing
2: nowadays. That is good. Yeah, it's true.
6: <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, it's wretched. It really is. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> well, um, it sounds awesome. Yeah, thank you. Nevertheless, um, there, I will post up uh, links. I posted something up earlier today um, with the basic outline and the event page that's on Facebook. Um, you can find it there. You can contact me directly uh it'll be a good time and a lot of it we're just raising funds for the the access the permitting the um for the wells the property you know the the buildings the property um doing fencing secondary enclosures so it's it's involved it's it's hard to get it's hard to get funding even if you right. apply for grants and other things like that, it's really hard to get funding for something that's not accredited or uh, directed towards something. Mm-hmm. So it's all kind of grassroots, roots in the ground to get things going. Right. Gotcha. So th- okay, that's where uh, that's where I kind of picked it up and um. Got put in charge of this. I accepted it somehow or another. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
6: <I've>, no.
2: <laughs> what? Tapping out. <laughs> but no. Um, that sounds awesome, dude. I mean, like, uh, what what did, what uh, items do we need to
6: bring? In the I'm sorry. What was that? You're breaking up.
2: What auction items uh, should we bring if we're coming?
6: Oh, if you're bringing auction items, anything uh, reptile related, wildlife related, something that um, can dire- you know be directed towards that—that's um, perfect. Um, anything really. I mean, it. Uh, at, at the end game, is just to get funds raised and to make it happen. Awesome. Okay. To make it happen.
2: Sounds cool. So uh, I guess if anybody has any further questions just contact you
6: and stuff like that? You can contact me or you can go to um, yeah, you can contact me directly or go to croccenter.org and, and that'll direct you to the website. Uh, I'll Put it up uh, on Facebook again, uh, and I know there's a lot of people that are interested in this event, and it'll be fun. It'll it's it'll be three hours. There's going to be meet and greets. Um, Clyde Peeling will be there.
4: Nice. Oh, um, cool. It's
6: it's actually at uh, Eco Adventures, uh, Dr. Brady Barr's facility, there in Millersville. <clears throat> I will oh, be nice. the auctioneer. Because because that'll be fun as fucking ridiculous.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mike Arnold, we gotta go.
6: <laughs> yeah, this, this might have to happen. Yeah, yeah, where's,
1: yeah, yeah.
7: Yeah, where's Mike? I, I need Mike.
1: <laughs>
7: we'll, we'll, oh, we'll, how the cold. tables
1: have turned. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude,
6: no, it, it's this. This is a typical, you know, the the Croc people aren't too much different from the uh, Morelia people. They okay. just have a, accr- they just have accreditations. We, right.
5: we all
6: have, <laughs> we, we we all have the affinity for alcohol, but they have the accreditations for,
0: uh, for the, being to <laughs> do that as
6: a group. Um, Kevin uh, Grosso from the Bronx Zoo will be there as well.
2: Awesome! How oh, cool. And
6: there, there's yeah, there's a couple other you know, a couple little gems that we're gonna pop in um, that may or may not be available.
0: Okay.
6: Okay. Sounds so, cool, dude. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for uh, let me, uh, sh- you know, get on the show and blubber around as I always do. <laughs> yeah, no
2: worries,
0: man.
6: <laughs> it's what we're here for. So um, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's good.
2: <laughs> well, that's awesome, and, man. And we'll uh, we'll check it out.
6: Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, and and I'll listen to the rest of the show and sit back here in the peanut gallery.
0: <laughs> right on, <man>. Sorry, <laughs> right, friends. Sounds good, Thank How you, are we? Eric. We'll Thank you, all right. Yeah, take all right, care. Bye. All right,
2: cool. All right, back to that. Sorry, Graham. That's Crocodilian so great,
1: conservation, man. You know. It's, uh, yeah, oh, you yeah.
2: know. <laughs> You'll probably be jumping on this kind of stuff when you're over here. So you oh, know, absolutely. yeah, absolutely,
4: absolutely.
2: <laughs> all right. Um, so. Uh,
1: Yeah, so let's talk about this uh, um, uh, new morph uh, that you produced. Um, And, you know, I'm all about, like, the history and, like, uh, you know, tell us the background, all that kind of stuff, uh, and uh, where you're at with the project.
4: Yeah, um, I was friends with a guy called Jesper Lund. I still am. He's uh, a guy in Denmark who um, who was big into the Blood Pythons several years ago. He had a nice group of them, and um, he he, uh, he bred a golden eye to an ivory female that he had, and he uh, mm-hmm. and he got some double o sevens. I think he made the first double o sevens in Europe, and uh, he did really well with the.
0: do we lose him? <laughs> you there? <laughs> oh shoot! <laughs> I think he. The biggest tease
2: ever. (laughs) I still see him in
1: the thing. I just can't. We don't hear him. him. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Huh.
1: Anyways. Let me try to mute and then unmute him. See if that works.
2: Okay. Go ahead. There's this slow build. And then. (laughs) Grab.
1: Damn it. Uh, Damn it. (laughs) You might have to disconnect and then call back or click back in. in.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. In the meantime,
1: uh, let's turn to uh,
2: reptiles and news. <laughs> so,
1: oh, dear, oh, dear, oh,
2: dear. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Oh, uh, here we go. There he is. Okay. Oh. Is it better? Uh, there, there we, we go. go. Nothing Dude, like a cliffhanger. cliffhanger. <laughs> we didn't have to talk to ourselves. I mean, like, dear God.
4: No one, one wants to hear what that. knows there.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, it's
4: so, technology. So when, just, just, when I had to load a 007 so in this clutch uh, in 2016. But he also hatched this matrix and what stuck out about this matrix was it had solid black eyes. It was a mm-hmm. male. And you stuff he had he was really sort of interested in this, this black eye matrix. And I know he asked around a few of the guys at the dates whether anyone had seen something like that before. And I think one guy, Mark Kirkpatrick, had hatched black eye matrix before, but he never went on and proved them genetic or or worked with him. I think he just, you know, sold him as sort of our matrix, and he went out into uh, into the world, and no one ever produced anything cool from him. So I, I ended up getting this black eye matrix when Jesper was getting out of the hobby.
0: Mm-hmm. I've,
4: I've, got, I've got a few snakes from Jesper before. This one I was excited to get. You know, it, it came to me last year. I thought maybe a little bit too young to breed, but. Um, I didn't really feed it heavy or anything. It was still small, you know. It must have been literally 900 grams when it started breathing, and it bred two females for me this year.
0: Okay. Um,
4: so, the uh, year December, which hatched in February, and that was just okay. bred to a uh, The the actual black eye mate albinos. Uh-huh. So course, what, you
2: know. Yeah, well then yeah you, you Graham, you broke up there for a little bit. So you said you bred it to an albino
4: or you what was it what was the pairing? It was to a to a C Okay, heads. Okay. okay. Yeah.
2: Gotcha.
4: So be- before these eggs started hatching, I thought wouldn't it be cool to hatch black eye matrix? Maybe this is in, another lineage of matrix. But then I started huh? thinking, you know, what if it produced black eye on its own? With You know, which will prove it as a separate gene. Mm -hmm. You know, something else. And then lo and behold the the egg started hatching. I only had ten eggs in this first clutch and I got three black eyes that were non matrix. Oh cool. So yeah. Okay. So it you know, it was definitely its its own thing sort of thing. Um and I bred this male to the third pair in this year that I had, which was um it was just to this really nicely striped female with a black head and uh, these bold reds and pinks and stuff. I thought that colour really Um And I hatched five black eye matrix in this pair, and oh, one wow. non matrix black eye. So I've um, I've got I've got ten black eye animals now that I can work with and sort of. One of them is obviously the adult male, but the other nine that I'm going to raise up and just see how the project goes. You know, is there going to be a super? Because it, it, it's at least dominance. You know, we, we know it's inheritable in the first generation right away. So, mm-hmm. you know, could it be a codon? A lot of um, hmm. a lot of a lot of the mutations in the blood pythons seem to work. You know, there's been, there's a, like the golden eye, things like that. The batik, right, a lot of them are codon, so you know, it could be something with no super, but there's definitely some things to this trait apart from the black eyes. He seemed to like they seem to have more of a melanistic body tone to them. But having said that, when the, the original male from Jesper London was raising, that's what like, uh, really lacked like almost like an anaphoristic appearance where it lacked the red and sort of just diffused into like a, an orange but the pattern changes on them too Huh? The really busy hmm. pattern on the matrix black eyes and it's a strange pattern on the, the normal black eyes as well where blood, where blood pythons usually have like these side oceline stuff on the body this is sort of like it's throwing like zigzags and weird blotches all over the body too so So there's a few distinguishing features about it, but even the babies, the single gene black eyes, you know, they're only, what, five months old now, so they haven't really, you know, bloods are like carpet pythons. It takes them two years to colour up properly before you even know what they're going to look like as adults. So you've got to play a long game with them, and that's why, you know, I suppose they're like jungle carpets, you really want to hold them back to see, you know, a long time it would be interesting to see all the different looks that have had out color-up and, and how they're going to appear. And I've got a nice ratio on sexes now as well, so we can try for that super black eye if there is one a couple of times, but I can also try for perhaps a super black eye matrix or a super black eye ivory too. That would be
0: pretty yeah. cool, man. That would be awesome. <laughs> ivory with black eyes,
4: yeah. It's like um it's like any new mutation, isn't it? Once you once you've established it as a new mutation, just the doors open for you with the combos and all the things that you can do and then your mind starts racing about you know, I <laughs> wonder what it's gonna look like with this or or wonder what it's gonna look like with that. So
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Know, yeah.
4: It's a whole new avenue. And it hasn't really it hasn't really made everyone go crazy, because it's still it's it's nothing like the golden eyes, a really big bold mutation. This is still a subtle thing, but a lot of mutations can be subtle but have a really big, you know, super sort of thing. Right. You know, or. I if <laughs> more
2: yeah. subtle and then mixed with something else and become something yeah, insanely definitely. different. So, yeah.
4: Like yellow belly yeah. ball python, you know the. Uh, you know, yeah. The, the with the uh, combined with things. So. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but even just the, you know, the base, I mean, some of the pictures that you have over on your Facebook page of yeah. them are, are just, they're just wild. I mean, the one rem- kind of reminds me of like, it's like a, I don't want to, I, I, actually, no, I'm not going to say that because that may cause <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: Do controversy. It. <laughs> no, the,
1: I was gonna say like the pattern just kind of reminds me more of a like a Borneo type of uh, a look
5: oh, than
1: yeah. what I've seen in say say Bloods, but that could be just because I'm just so used to looking at everything in Bloods being striped, you know? Yeah, um,
4: yeah, definitely. And stripes are probably my big thing with the Bloods, I mean I'm really going crazy at the moment. the second clutch of hatch this year. I bred a. Um, there's a long, there's a, a miss section story along the <laughs> along the lines here. <laughs> I, uh, I actually sold some really really nice bloods to fund this project just because I love VPI uh, glow project so much. Where Tracy and Dave made um, a super striped hypo T positive, and you've seen Matt Turner working with that line, and it's a really yes. thick stripe in the T positive mm-hmm. albino. Well, I wanted to do that, but with the T meg albino. So I sold some snakes, made some money, um, and I funded this project. a guy in Austria, a breeder. Um, I bought a pair of adults, what I thought was a pair.
0: (laughs) Oh, no. no. Genetic
4: genetic Stripe 100% had t necks to make the Super Stripe. Hopefully hit the Super Stripe t neck, And I probably would have hit it it this year if they were sexed correctly. The female that i got was huge you know all fed up and they're uh, raised you know like a female should be and mm-hmm. it turned out it was a male <laughs> was oh. a wife. why aren't but it happens with blood guys, you know people miss sex them a lot and i don't ask really anyone for doing it
0: yeah
1: you know i helped matt from time to time uh to sex his short tails and I could see how you could screw that up. (laughs) You know, because.
4: (laughs) The tweeners that you get, yeah, it's really. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think I've been
4: fortunate this year with all three clutches that I've had that have been really sort of so cut and dry the differences between males and females, where like literally the females get hardly anything and the males got a big. Right. Easy for me each year, but clutches in previous years haven't been so easy and you've got to hold them back, grow them up, and then. Keep checking them again just to see how they develop down there. Right. Just, just mm. to know what you've got. Yeah. But I, I didn't hit it anyway. So, what I did do, I had a big super stripe female, proven breeder, and I took uh, the best stripe from those two males that were supposed to be a pair and I bred them to my female. And I thought, do you know what? I'm not going to ditch this because I want to make it eventually. You know, it's not a race. Just play for the long game again, and I made Super Stripe and Genetic Stripe 50% posset teen eggs, so I'm just going to hold the whole clutch back <laughs> and grow them all up, and then nice. but Smart. I, made, I made some really, really, really nice Super Stripes with it, so, you know, even just even just to look at them and raise them up, it's just, you know... I've just filling. I'm basically filling my snake racks now with snakes that I really like to look at and snakes that I've made myself while <clears> at the same time letting adults go because I don't want to be shipping adults to the States when the move finally comes. So just enjoying the babies at the moment and letting some adults go to uh, some good people out here. Mm-hmm. So how that's has where
1: the we're at, uh, at the moment? How yeah. is the uh short tail market over there where you're at?
4: Um full of sharks
0: <laughs>
4: yeah they're not it's not the same kind of people like you find over in the states where we've got a community and I've, I've been part of that community and I've been welcomed with open arms for many years now I think I think there's a lot of competition over here when it comes to selling animals and if you look at my page I try and put some information on my page about why I'm working with the project why I'm doing it some care mm-hmm. information Things about the animals, but all these other guys over here in Germany and Europe just seems to be posting sales ads, sales ads, sales ads, and they're wondering why things aren't selling. Well, they're not selling because you're not actually selling your passion about the, the animal itself, you're just posting these repeated sales ads and expecting someone to just after six months go, oh, Okay, I'll buy that now,
0: right? So, you know,
4: right, but you know you know how the market can be competitive and some of these people don't seem to enjoy others doing well. So they find bad things to say about you. uh, (laughs) One one guy the other week said uh, something about me saying I've got the gift of the gab. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So... Talking passionate about my animals and being on podcasts such as this must mean I've got the gift of the gal. If that's the case, then great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't understand what's wrong
2: with this. It's like yeah. this. No, would you prefer if they didn't talk? I mean,
4: yeah. no, whatever. I've been, I've been keeping snakes since I was seven years old. I'm just pretending on all of this and I, I haven't got to really got through what I'm talking about.
2: <laughs> Neither do we. And somehow yeah, we, we, don't, we don't care every Tuesday. Yeah, it's just, yeah. At the, we um, yeah. just
1: we just play people that care. Every oh, day. yeah. We play. We, <laughs> yeah. We pretend. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
4: yeah. But we're always learning, though, aren't we, gents? You know, we're all learning. As oh, you yeah. yeah. You know.
2: But, yeah, uh, it's, it's definitely something to think about. I mean, you know, obviously, with your move coming up, I know you said bring in babies. Are there some adults that you're going to just force yourself to send over because, you know, you can't let this one go or that one go?
4: Well, to be honest, um, I'm down to one adult now, and it's the big uh, Borneo short tail. It's uh, oh. a big ultra bright that I've I've never been able to breed. Okay, and it's not something that I want to be. I want to say to someone, you know, buy this. You're going to be able to breed from this female because I honestly think she's not reproductive.
0: I've tried right.
4: it. <laughs> I've been <laughs> I've been a pain in peaks uh, backside for the past four or five years with this female. I've had a fat, I've had a thin. I've done food cycles and she just hasn't gone
5: Um,
4: every time you think she's going to go she won't go and I've tried different males and stuff like that so it's not an animal that I want to just sell to someone and say you know you've got a chance of breeding this I'd rather just give her to someone as a pet than
0: have
4: a home sort of thing and then six months later after do, I do that, they'll probably end up getting a clutch of out of it. That's, this. that's <laughs> how that's going to work. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, long, so long as you've, you've accepted this and you know it's going to happen, you know, yeah. yeah, that is how it'll happen.
4: Yeah, but right. I won't be defeated with the Borneos. I can't wait to get stateside and obviously speak to Minnetola and get some stuff from <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I
2: I was actually over at his place Sunday, and yeah. he is – Bull, and he's still got eggs in the incubator
5: And he oh, was showing God.
2: me some of his Insane Matrix uh, uh, what, what, His marble stuff And oh, all his man. other things, his Ocelot stuff I'm like, these things are awesome They're wasted Those on me, but they're awesome Look like,
4: <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not going to buy them, but they're great something else? Yeah, Oh yeah, they oh, were
2: yeah. They were cool. You guys, you guys I mean, are lucky
4: living so close to Matt because you can get to go uh, go around and look at his room anytime you want to guess. <laughs> that's
2: that's yeah. the problem is we both that we both don't keep short tails. It, yeah. Him this close to us is wasted on us. Like you really? know it's yeah. yeah
1: I I appreciate them probably more than Owen cause, yeah I, yeah well I,
2: Owen's <laughs> very <don't> minded.
1: It.
2: <laughs> it's not what it is, if it's not in his wheelhouse. I played with Matt's rough scale so I was happy. Oh, so yeah. yeah it's fine. <laughs>
4: yeah. I, I mean, suppose if it would Max be the room full of them down the road. Then you guys don't need to keep them, you know. You <laughs> <other> bike
2: <laughs> exactly. We just send them the people who want them. We just send them the mat, and I mean, you yeah. know, it's fine. <laughs> it would be the equivalent to like you
1: going to see Paul Harris's uh, collection for us. Yeah, yeah exactly. What is wasted on True. you? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> you were like, yeah, yeah, another carpet, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like the last one. Yeah we'd be like
0: what the hell man (laughs) (laughs) the man
1: (laughs) oh that's cool so
0: all right
1: Uh, i mean so what is what is like your first i guess the first pairing that you have planned is to do uh black eye to black eye to see what you get
4: yeah definitely i mean i think i would be doing myself a disservice if I just carried on breeding and producing more black eyes now, I, you know, because you, you don't want too many of them floating around until you've proven if there's a super or not and you, I suppose, I mean, I don't know how to mark as a project to save my life I've never been, you know, sort <laughs> <sure to that. laughs> yeah, sure of right. that way, right, way in time, yeah. but you don't, you don't want hundreds of these things before you've even proven a super do you? Because it could, you know you just want to stage these things, and I think I'm just going to raise those babies up now, um, put the male on the back burner for a few years, and maybe use him again down the line with, you know, one of his daughters or, you know, just, just, just sort of diversify the bloodline a little bit and work it the right way.
2: Right. And I think that that's 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 the smart thing to do. Would be first is to cross them and see if there's a super, and then you kind of got to see
4: anything else that's or how it Well, it's it's is, not just that though, so. is it? If if you look at the way uh, Tracy Barker actually mm. releases a project, if she thinks she's hit the super, to two golden eyes, she hits the uh, the magpie. She mm. won't. She won't release that as a super until she's bred the magpie again and proved that all of the babies are are, are actually goldeneye. So yeah,
0: like
4: like Nick Morton would, you know, he'd he mm-hmm. actually yeah. prove the project out first before you come to the world. So I think that's the way to go with it, but yeah, you know. I suppose it's hard when people want to throw money at you for these things <laughs> yes sometimes sometimes you need money
1: <laughs> yes yeah that that rodent bill can uh, add up quick, right you know
4: <laughs> oh, definitely definitely <laughs> uh, for sure,
1: yeah it's yeah. um, I'm sort of going through that with the you know that melanistic uh, i j thing so it's yeah. kinda like. You know, holding them all back, raising them all up, you know, how am I going to breed it? And then I'm going to have to breed it to unrelated to see if it, you know, to see if it really proves out, like you're saying. So
4: It's a long road. It's not just two or three years, is it? You know, it can be six, seven, eight or or nine years.
1: That's what, you know, do you think like that in today's, you know, age where it's everything is instantaneous, you know, and people don't understand how much work goes into these projects that I guess we kinda of take for granted in a way, you know? I mean
4: yeah, it's a definitely. lot of time
1: and effort and, you know, screw ups and setbacks and yep. all kinds of crazy shit that happens. Uh, yeah, you know
2: stuff that's beyond your control like especially you know. with recessive stuff.
4: I mean, can you imagine mm-hmm. like when Tracy Barker started with the first like T Albino and then you know, she had to make hats and then she had to work iron into rather animals to make cherry bombs. And then just it goes on and on and on. That's that's that must be 15 years at least, you know. Yeah, but
2: In, w- wouldn't we feel that albino would be easier because I'm looking at it and I know what it is and I already know how all other albinos are inherited. So I don't have to prove it out. It's just I got to mix it with stuff.
4: Yeah, so. happened, one time,
2: Owen. You- as nice. you know,
4: bloods, mm. bloods don't show how red they are until the first, you know, the second or third year. So she's. That probably is horrible. <laughs> red Hat see paws waited for the heads and the, oh. the reddest heads to show they're red mm. and then breed them back together and then probably work it back into another real arm just to make it rid of them. And, you know, and, and then you've got to hold those babies back. If, look, if you look at what Cara Norris is doing now, just with those red um, blood cell, blood, blood lines that she's established, she, mm-hmm. she's got no problem with holding every clutch, clutch back every year. You know, she's got the means to do it, but she also wants to breed the best of the best to the best. And then, you know, that's how these things move forward. I suppose it's a lot like jungle carpets again, you know.
0: Mm-hmm
4: the best bloodlines, get bred to the best bloodlines, and, you know, you're more likely to get better stuff than that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure.
2: And so then you take
0: so the on.
1: unpredictability. Well, I guess bloods are probably a little more predictable than, say, Borneo's, but yeah. you still have that whole variability that comes into play with, uh you know, short tails. What's oh, yeah. the one... What's the one that you have pictured in your hand? I guess it's your hand by the flower pot.
4: Oh yeah. What's that thing? That, <laughs> that, <laughs> that 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 came out of the uh the last clutch this year and that is interesting because it's got really high white sides and yeah. it looks like sort of banded, doesn't it? Well I hat I've got two of those and it's a male and female, so I think I'm gonna work with that pair and probably maybe breed them together. But there was a there was an article several years back by uh, Cameron a bushmaster on farming blood pythons you know for the pet trade and there was a there was something called the tiger blood on there now mm-hmm. it looked a bit like that it had really high white and red sides but no one ever saw her in the hobby and no one really saw that that tiger morph become established or. What it's heritability or anything was I think they're showing a little bit of striping Just from the female that I used And if you look on my page There's a tri-striped animal that popped out of that clutch too Like Tri-stripe It should be closer to the top Of my page Because I think I only posted it today But it's like Literally it's got You know Five stripes running down it Oh wow is
1: it? Uh,
4: I'll post it on the group chat. One, two, three,
1: four, five. Yeah. Okay. One, I think seven, I know the one you're talking about.
4: I'll find it. There we go. There so, we are. It's on the group chat for you know. All right, cool. See how that one looks.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah, yeah.
4: See, that thing popped out as well, which, you know, that that to me is a super stripe. But the Matrix Black Eye doesn't really show any genetic striping. But the male definitely throws stripes. You know, she's got like big, chunky tail stripe and sort of like the floating sides. But I think that animal's going to colour up fantastic. In a, in a few years, you can already see the pink on the side sort of floating up the sides. And with the three stripes yeah. thrown down the back, it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. That is cool. So
1: here's a here's a question. Have you like so if I were to breed, you know, this type of animal and you look towards the tail, it's got yeah. a really bald back there, and you can kind of yeah. see where that pattern has sort of disappeared. So yeah. does that carry on where that the back erases those stripes, or do they? Is that sort of completing that the more you would breed? Am I am I saying that right? Does that make sense?
4: Yeah, <laughs> I know what you mean. Um, I think. It depends on what line of stripe you've got. Okay. Female that I use for that one. I I got in several years ago as an unknown, just someone's pet that I that i taken in from someone, and I knew it had some genetic stripe and the right colour, and she's got a jet black head and things like that.
1: Uh huh.
4: Like most lines of stripe in, in blood pythons uh, point towards a co dominance inheritance, so. You breed a stripe to a normal, you're gonna get stripes. So if you breed a stripe to a stripe, you're gonna get super stripes. Or it it even works on levels. Like Tracy's got this line called a slack line, where there's about four or five levels to it. And every mm-hmm. single generation where you add another slack line level to it, you're getting these big, fat, wide stripes now, which are almost just completely balled in out the back and like going down the sides again. So. There is some polygenic inheritance to it, I think, as well as the codon, right side of it. I suppose it could work like tigers, tiger uh, stripes in in the carpets, right? You know, yeah, it's not it's not really mapped out too well. But you, you guys know, if you breed stripe to stripe, you're going to get more stripes, aren't you? Right,
2: yeah. and if you breed striped anything else, you're going to lose stripes. So yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it seems
1: like uh, depending on also what you would breed to that stripe, you know, is going to change that. So, like, if you breed a jag to that stripe in carpets, you're going to mm. erase that stripe so it's going to be a bald back. But what's wild about that and what I'm looking at that snake is, like, at the front half of the body, the the two, like, the two, what would you, the two chestnut-looking oh, yeah. color uh, stripes sort of break up. <laughs> and then they become dots, and then if you look yeah. in the middle of the snake, it's broke that stripe, yeah. and then as you're going down it does the opposite yeah. <laughs> it, it's more of a bald back, and the, the side stripes have disappeared
4: it's pretty yeah, wild, it's def- that's pretty it's cool definitely weird, I mean and some the other line of stripe I've got sort of where it has the tri on the neck, where those dots are on this one, and they come down to the shoulder, and then it sort of diffuses into one big stripe, so Again, I think it's just a different line of stripe doing something differently.
0: Yeah,
1: that's cool, man.
4: Pro Exotics had a line called the uh, Pro Exotics Stripes uh, years ago. You know, Chad Brown and uh, Robin Marklin. And, and they their stripe line tend to do the uh, the tri-striping thing all the way down the body. Oh, okay. But you don't see it too often, you know. It's... um. <laughs> It's a cool think, one for sure. I think Matt works with that line.
1: You know, there's oh, yeah. uh,
4: does. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Matt's got them, yeah. He has. Um Matt's, the other Matt cool one some killer stripes out last year.
2: Yeah, actually oh, oh, yeah. Um, oh,
4: man.
2: you wait till you see this crop from this year. From the ones I saw, they were <laughs> they were sick. And I'm like, and I dig stripes on any snake, so yeah, they were <laughs> Yeah, he's got some good ones, so yeah.
4: Yeah,
2: definitely. Again, wasted on me. Just so wasted.
4: <laughs>
1: I do yeah. like in the uh this one the one picture that you have on your Facebook is um the, you know, another black eyed um gene. I guess it's without the matrix, the one I just yeah. posted in the chat. But that's wild is like the it all of a sudden like when you get to the tail it looks like a different snake.
4: Oh yeah. That that yeah. one's crazy. I mean a lot of a lot of <laughs> What problems. the hell? Isn't you know? that wild? Yeah, it's yeah. Wild, man. Like a two-tone snake, isn't it? I mean, a lot of blood pythons have a black tip of the tail, but this one, the right. black goes all, you know, halfway up the tail and just stops. So, who knows what you know that's going to color up like, you know?
2: It's like a bread lie, where it's like bread lie are more like reddish kind of colored, and then about right about almost a quarter way up the tail, they just start turning black. Yeah. Wow, that's nuts.
4: Yeah, I mean, I, you know.
2: You know what else I noticed?
1: I just don't is the, know how that's the going to
4: color up. Mm-hmm.
1: is the black in those saddles normal? Those little black
2: ocelot dots?
4: No, that's another thing no. that I'm I'm noticing. There's a lot of shadowing. Oh crap.
2: <laughs> there's multiple stuff in here.
4: Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot of sort of melanistic shadowing coming through, and it, a lot of the time it's on the neck of them as well. There is one that I haven't put up on the on the page, but. It's 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 almost got like paradox black, you know, in the um, just going down the body, just inside where the yellow would normally be. It's, right. It's weird. It it is pointing to sort of maybe a melanistic sort of thing, maybe you know it's an IMG sort of thing. Right. The, the original black eye matrix that I used, the one from Jasper. That started off really blue-gray. And as it's getting older now, it's it's going really, really dark, especially its head is turning black. And you don't really see that in Matrix. Oh,
0: no. <laughs> Not again. This <laughs> is again?
2: No, no. Oh, no. Oh, well.
1: Might have to do it again, Graham.
2: Click yep. in again. Crap. Anyway, but no, dude, it it's definitely a very cool project to think about, and I mean, it kind of reminds me of your IJ project almost, with the black and the melanism coming through. Yeah, and what's, um,
1: let's see, did he, I don't know if, I guess he's going to click in again. All right. Th- this is, um. there we
4: are.
0: <laughs>
1: Sorry about that.
4: <laughs> I don't know whether it's my Wi-Fi connection or what. <laughs>
0: We're going to blame a lot of things. It's a well,
1: I noticed this other one. i uh, this may, I guess it's uh, I, 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 it's got a sort of the same look where it has, now I don't even know if this is a black eyed one, but it has those black dots along the back and then the tail's really black. I just posted the picture in the chat.
4: Let's take a look. Uh, that's one of the 50% posse teen eggs, the super stripes. Oh, okay. Uh, oh. Yeah, that's from the second clutch. That's from um, the genetic stripe, had teen egg male to my super stripe female. So that's one of the super stripes in that clutch.
0: Huh.
1: Yeah, yeah. same kind of wild thing where the tail is like different than the rest.
4: Yeah, um, you can see you can see on that one the tri striping from the neck, and then it stops and goes into like a fatter stripe on the back. Yeah. So it sort of works the opposite way to that other crazy super stripe that I had. Yeah,
1: man. You can it's you just, know
4: in no two just in, in that same. one
1: gene. Yeah, you can go yeah. in so many directions. You know.
2: Oh yeah. You gotta have a project for each thing that's coming out of this thing, like you know.
4: Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh,
4: it's, zero, not bad. Zero, it's not zero. a bad thing. Stop it. Yeah. yeah. It always sort of takes me back to where the HS that was out years ago where Tracy went to Rich Eiley's place when he was working with the salmon boa gene. Right. And he was just, go, he was going through his room saying, all right, we, you know, we've made these salmon boas, but look at the tail on this one. And look at the tail. Where the these together now and get a totally different look, you know, just, just within the salmon thing. And and you can literally do that with these projects. You find two similar-looking animals. And, you know, you can selectively breed for the traits that you like the most, I suppose. You know, these things don't have to be a, a proven morph or whatever. You can create the look that you want just by, again, playing the long game and picking out the look that you seem to prefer.
1: Yeah, what I have noticed about short tail keepers in general is they have a more defined eye for, um, like, uh, projects and traits and, you know, all these little things that pop up as you're producing, uh, you know, babies.
4: Really, uh,
1: the sky's the limit, man. Holy shit. Yeah,
4: (laughs) that's the thing. There's so much variation within each clutch, you know. You can find everyone's gonna find something that they do like and that you know do want to hold back and wanna wanna work with unfortunately a lot of people just haven't really got the patience to hold hold stuff back, but I suppose you find that in all species sure, yeah, you sure. Do. yeah yeah next breeding season rolls around and you've got a free cage base and you know you've got to sell last year's stuff and then before you know it, you've probably you sold something that really you should have in a couple of years you're gonna regret selling you should have kept yeah. yeah, that's
1: happened to me a couple of times.
2: I try to give the pretty stuff to friends of mine so that like if I regret it, I'll just kick in their door and be like, give it back. But, you know, right. yeah. Yeah. yeah, one of those things.
4: Yeah. I've started giving we- a few baby snakes to, to friends lately where I just haven't asked for any money off them. And I've just sort of wanted to sort of pay it forward, you know, to to good, good people in the hobby. So they're on, you know, the right path or whatnot. And Mm -hmm. you seem to get a lot out of that. You get more out of that than actually selling an animal to someone and, and, you know, taking some cash for it. And although it might not make sense when you've got a rodent bill to pay and stuff like that, it's really nice to see. (laughs) It's nice to see people appreciate it and then raise that animal themselves and, you know, show you what it looks like in a few years. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes when you're selling these things, they go out into the wilderness and you never see a photo of them again, even though, you know, you really want to see how this, this clutch appear or what happens to them. You know, sometimes you lose contact with the people you're on the
1: Yeah, I, you know, that came up. Um One of the things I started doing, because I, I, I don't know about you guys, but I've been getting, like, I've only produced, I don't even know, what, maybe 30 clutches of carpets, maybe maybe more, I don't know. Um But anyway... You know, people hit me up saying, oh, I got this snake, uh, you know, it's uh, an inland, you know, and they said it came from you or, you know, this is a Darwin. And I'm like, no, nope, I never produced those. So I yeah. started keeping a list of who I sell to and just, you know, keep that information together yeah. so that if somebody does ask, I can say, oh, yeah, that went to so-and-so. But I get what you're saying because me – I guess what me Owen Riley we're kind of in this Matt's kind of the same way where we just kind of Keith he's the same way we just kind of like pass snakes to each other and <laughs> yeah. I enjoy that yeah. I enjoy that much more than like you know selling the snakes because it's kind of like you know that that person that you're giving to is going to appreciate what yeah. you're giving them uh, yeah. and it just makes it that much sweeter you know my of course my, like problem. you said
2: you don't pay the rodent bill but <laughs> exactly you know the the other problem is also that you 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 get your friends addicted to these types of snakes like you know maclots were not even on my radar and then eric gives me one and now that's ruined me and then <laughs> Matt gave me a retick and that ruined me there too like you know it's no more no more stuff i don't ah, already
1: forgot have forgot about <laughs> you and your reticks <laughs> shut up you <laughs> Oh yeah. Yeah,
4: give give them a give them a male so they know that they're gonna end up buying a female from you because he needs <laughs> something to pair it with. Yeah, she's <laughs>
1: smart. Yeah, there's there's always yeah. a method to the madness.
0: Yeah.
1: Let me let me ask this question: When you come to the states, is there a species of snake or reptile in general that you would be looking forward to maybe working with or keeping or even seeing that you may not be able to have seen? over in the U.K. We're sure
4: kept over there, yeah. Oh, man, Um there's a ton. Um, I'm really, really sort of going through it I don't know what it is, but I'm going back through, like, a, a colubrid phase where I just want every different colubrid. And <laughs> You know, moving to North America is like a dream come true for me because I could probably drive to Texas in a day and go on these things and you know, see me in a while. But the Venomous stuff as well All the different yeah. snakes. You know the uh, yeah. The Lepidus and the Rock Rattlers And you know black tail Rattlers oh, just, You know yeah, I'm going man. to be spoiled for choice sure. I really <laughs> want to I really want to work with Venomous But I think i will probably leave that You know to to work only You want to have to have garden Yeah you, know,
2: you, you wind down when you get home You don't want to have to like Deal with Vipers when you get home too no. It, yeah. yeah.
4: Plus, my my son's really curious about the snakes, and it's, you just don't want them open opening the wrong cage. No. Yeah, <laughs> no. yeah. yeah, yeah. No. yeah no. 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 sir. Sure. <laughs> I think uh, that'd be grounds for uh, the missus packing the bags and leaving on me. So. <laughs> yeah,
2: that would that would that would probably do it. Yeah. yeah. It but um, no, that's awesome. I mean, it, like you said about the whole going to Texas and just finding your own. I mean, that's the coolest thing ever, in my yeah.
4: opinion. Plus, plus, I'll be working with Randall and Dennis. You know, and both of those guys have—they've have, just got a, a history. You know, they've been in this thing since since the, the dawn of herpetology and herbiculture. So, yeah. just right. learning from those two guys and and you know, seeing the places where they go out and because Dennis is seventy, I think he's seventy eight now, and he still goes out snake hunting. Oh you know, shit! Still got,
0: Good for him. Yeah.
4: That's that's Dennis, so amazing. Dennis has still still got the uh, snake hook called Carfell made for him. We used to work for Carfeld at uh, Staten Island Zoo back in, <gasps> no, you know, no shit 50, back in <laughs> the fifties. You know, you know the book, the uh, the keeper and the kept by Carfell. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Dennis
4: gave him the title for that book.
1: No shit.
4: Wow. Yeah. yeah, you should really get Dennis and Randall on here and talk about you know the uh, the old well, school days. It's just we're saving the that. stories. Yeah. We're saving and that just,
2: for when we come out and see your park. I mean, when you oh, guys yeah. are set up and running and we, you know, we fly out and check this place out. I mean, come on, yeah. dude.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to that one, gents. Yeah. <laughs>
2: That'd be
1: awesome. So <laughs> are you going to, I mean, I'm curious about this. Have you ever worked with Venomous before at all?
4: Um, I've not had Venomous at all, but we people who have. So I've got the experience of. Okay sort of okay. hooking them and pinning them and things like that and tubing them, but, you know, I'm just really careful and I think and I've always looked for mentoring these sorts of things, and I think right. Randall's a perfect venomous mentor for anyone. Sure. You know, he's Randall's worked with all the, you know, he was massive into lanceheads, tree vipers, arboreal vipers, you know, He's still got venomous now. He's got spitting cobras, rattlesnakes, you know. he's He's got mangrove, a vipers, um, and wow. Randall and Randall's just a natural. When you watch him with a snake hook, you know, he, there's no better person to learn from. Um, I did almost get a job on the venom line at the School of Tropical Medicine in London. Yeah, uh, Liverpool, sorry, in, over here in the UK. I got down to the final two from, like, 300 applicants, but I didn't get the job. And that would have been, you know, basically milking the venoms and synthesizing the anti-venoms and the proteins from that. Right. So wow. that would have been an interesting role, but I think this role in uh, in Arkansas is going <laughs> to... Right. <laughs> yeah,
1: things so yeah. happen for a reason, right? You know.
4: Yes. You know I, I think like I've saved myself link. for a better thing there.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: I think I, I, I would much that, rather... Work in that type of environment, and as yeah. cool as milking snakes every day would be. I mean, you just would think that yeah. <laughs> you but, have a higher chance of problems happening, I guess. But say yeah. you see
2: you see those old milk. You see the guys who were like they run the milking facility, and half of them don't have
4: fingers. I mean, yeah. like
2: you know, it's I'd yeah. much rather. <laughs> I'm not sure. Eventually, just doing from a keeping perspective,
4: yeah. Yeah, when you're at the sharp end of it, eventually, you know, mistakes are going to happen. Unfortunately, so happen right. to, to the guys that are doing that job, but you know, oh, yeah, you've got to think about yourself and your family first as well, haven't you? Yeah,
2: yeah. Limit limit the amount of danger you're
4: in. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Oh, that's cool.
2: That being said, uh, you're gonna have to learn how to jump on crocodile too, or so. I mean, like how, how well how in depth are you going with this reptile collection at this place?
4: Well, we're, we're gonna have you know the whole family. We're gonna have uh, we're gonna have various crocodilians. We're gonna Excellent. have lizards. We're gonna have we're gonna have a hall of snakes where it's native North American snakes and especially the ones found in and around the national park in the uh, hot springs, Arkansas. So it brings nice. sort of like the locals, you know, a little bit of education aspect about what. What wildlife's out there and how to respect it. Um, we're going to have, you know, various rare and endangered species from around the world. We're going to have turtle ponds. We're also going to have a falconer coming in at, at weekends and doing the flyovers, you know, with the, uh, with with bald eagles and stuff like that. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah,
2: no. no, that'll you get know. the Americans. Yeah, that that'll do it. Now <laughs> you
0: you're doing it right.
4: It's yeah, yeah, all about depressed. that bird. <laughs> yeah the patrioticness. Um, yeah, we've got a yeah. guy who's the president of the Arkansas Falconers Association and he's going to come and do that for us at weekends. That's we're cool. going to have an upstairs library which is like going to be the best hair library on the planet. Oh, you oh now Eric's it's, going. Now you, you got me. <laughs> yeah. Dennis himself is a collector of books you know, and he's got a huge collection himself. But he's also bought out several collections, you know, some big ones, and we're going to fill the upstairs library, sort of like um, a research lab too. And kids can come in the weekends, you know, if they're doing a school project or whatnot, mm-hmm. and we can we um, can use the facilities, use the computers, use the microscopes, and you know, um hopefully we're going to be further in the next generation of herpetologists.
2: It, it it's almost like um it's almost like the presidential library of herpetology. It's like you know it's <laughs> yeah. like we're just it's, gonna build the library. Here's all the info. It's like that's yeah that's the awesome.
1: citadel of herpetology. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you know Eric's
2: gonna go and I'm gonna have to drag him away from that. It's like that's it's <laughs> bad, dude.
1: Yeah,
4: yeah that's
2: it's,
4: awesome. Um, we are going all out with this thing. It's gonna be twenty eight thousand square foot of you know of just education and, you know, teaching kids. and um, We're going to have snake handling demonstrations, crocodile feeding demonstrations. It's going to be fantastic.
2: I, I think I think Texas is going to lose the Southern Carpet Fest. I'm just going to say that <laughs> that if if the Southern Carpet Fest well, people are smart people, um, they would be working on that one. But I, I don't think know. They're changing I can't it. tell you what to say.
1: I think what? they're 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 rejecting the Carpet Fest and they're moving to Condro Fest.
0: Um, yeah. <laughs>
1: So no worries, right.
2: we're just moving me. over. Excuse me, I have to call. I have to call a certain doctor I know and scream at him. It's so, not the you know, doctor. Oh, who is this? Who's doing this? I will. Now, we'll worry about this later. Eric and I will talk about this later. There was a question we'll have our to own back Southern Carpet Fest. At, yeah, in, right. There was a yeah. question
1: I want to back up. Uh, Ryan threw a question in the chat when we were talking about, uh, you know, the the black eyed gene and stuff. So. Oh yeah. Um, he said, "Now, what would be the course of action if breeding a new gene that follows incomplete dominance inheritance? Let's say you breed for a homozygous expression, but you get, say, ten eggs and nine black eyes and one dead Lucy. Would you call it there or breed again the next season to try to prove it out?"
4: Well, I think I think if you if you found only one dead Lucy stick then you've got to put that down to chance and you would probably try it again. If you've yeah. the same sorts of defects in the next clutch, then then you just got to be open and honest about it. But as we know, you know, look at the spider ball. A lot of people said there wasn't a super for years when everyone knew who was working with it was producing a fatal white super. And a lot of people are still breathing jack to jag. You know, it's not something that I'd, I'd go for, but people are nope. still doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, just, we try I, I to don't like, avoid I, I that don't like a, every chance. Yeah.
2: I don't
4: like <laughs> yeah. opening the incubator and just seeing heartbreak there in front of you, you know. I, it's, just, yeah. it's just not a nice thing.
2: It doesn't make any sense, because, like, why go through the whole getting the eggs just to know that half of them are going to be dead? You yeah, know,
4: I mean, it's, it's pointless. I mean, we all work with morphs and stuff, and, you know, none of these things really, well, some of them do exist in the wild, you know. I think right. we found about 10 pos albino bloods now adult size in the wild but uh, you know uh, when people say that's not uh, naturally a naturally occurring snake a lot of the times it has been a naturally occurring snake you know they found adult pied ball pythons in the wild and they've done just fine you know but you know I think when we're creating things we've got to, to as well See, so, you know sorting, like Ryan says you know when to call it you know it, it ultimately, right. we're, we're breeding animals at home, and a lot of, you know, we're not going to be releasing them into the wild or anything like that, but we, you know, if you're working with animals and you're handing them over to anyone else, you've got to ensure that the longevity and the health of the animal is paramount. mm mm-hmm. Right. It is, yeah. You see some of these goldfish now, and they've got big bulbous eyes, and they can barely <laughs> swim, and they're floating around in these tanks, but Yep. You know, yep.
1: it's funny you bring up uh, goldfish. I was, I, you know, I was on YouTube, and you know how you go down a rabbit hole, and next thing yep. you know, uh, you're watching. <laughs> it's uh... four
2: hours later. Yeah, it's like, I Got you.
1: <laughs> so I'm watching. Uh, it was. I, I wanted to see what it was because I remember Matt bringing this up. Right, he was talking about aquarium hobbyists, and like they do a lot of YouTube stuff. So somehow, yeah. some way this aquarium hobbyist guy gets on there and um, basically he's saying like, what are the worst, the fish that should be taken out of the aquarium hobby. And he had like a list of 10 and number one was the goldfish. Um, But it was just weird because I'm just I'm hearing them go through like so they were talking about I don't even know the name of these fish but they get huge, and there's this one fish that's like in the Amazon and can grow to 350 pounds or something like that, and he's like if you're gonna keep a 350 pound fish, uh you know he's like I'm a big guy and if you put me in this fish tank I would be very uncomfortable so basically he's yeah. saying like not a lot of people have the ability to really uh, sort of Keep these fish, and so that they should be taken out of the hobby. And I I just kept having visions of retics, and you know there was uh, you know venomous keepers in the hobby. That should there be a license? Should there not be a license? (laughs) Um, You know that was on the chat (laughs) earlier today. Um, Right. I tend to think that there should be. I I don't. I don't want to tell people what they should and shouldn't do, but at the same time, I've also been the Hamburg. And I know <laughs> at that reptile show <laughs> what happens when you see the kid with the cobra walking out, and he's got a cobra oh, rethinking a croc, and you're just like, this is just going to end. Dead, dead, dead yeah. and <laughs> kill
2: somebody. Um, but yeah. it's Yeah, and it's funny because you say this because I think a couple months ago, a friend of mine helped pull a bunch of cobras and rattlesnakes out of an apartment complex near Philadelphia. And then today – a woman living nearby found a monocle cobra on her front porch,
4: yeah my shoulder and killed, on it with, the news. killed
2: it with a shovel, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, "Ah, oh, God damn it, and it's like this is irresponsible keeping of very dangerous animals and I for one, am the first one who's like, "You don't need to kill the snake with the shovel,
4: yeah,
2: but this was a cobra yeah. in outside also, now I will say that she shouldn't have she should have waited for the proper authorities. Because normally you put yourself in harm's way by going after, it, but you know that animal should not have been there, and it was definitely a danger to many, many people. So, Absolutely
4: not. Yeah, you're right. I mean,
2: and that and that's the strict proof for some. It needs to be some. Maybe there needs to be some sort of permit system because this is clearly, you know, other venomous keepers should be pissed off at this guy definitely. who allowed this to happen because definitely. this is not what should happen.
4: No, I mean. Yeah. The responsible guys, the re- especially with the Venoms, within the Venom community, there's a lot of like science orientated people and, and yeah, you know, mm. people who are so professional and you know astute in what they do. And then you get one arsehole who's just let their snake loose. And for every 300 responsible people, there's this one arsehole, and that's all it takes. The press jump all over it in the next minute. You know, it's buttoned down the hatches, and your whole state's lost its ability to keep exotic animals.
2: Yeah, it it would, to be honest, Pennsylvania walks the line constantly because we are the only state out of all the ones that we border that doesn't have any rules for crocodilians, monitors, large snakes, and venomous. And people will come to Pennsylvania to the shows because they know it can get the stuff and then leave. So it's, you know, if there's ever a crocodile or an alligator in New York nine times out of 10, it was born, it was bought at a Pennsylvania reptile show. So we're constantly walking that tightrope to pissing everybody off and then finally shutting something down. And it, 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 I think it, it's only going to be a matter of time at some point, which is fine. I keep pythons, <laughs> you know, um, which uh, I can't move to Florida having problems now with carpet pythons. So can't move to Florida.
0: <laughs> <laughs> shut, 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 shut
2: your mouth, you.
4: will the underground reptiles ad. Oh, well, no, they
2: found, they found uh, something, somebody, something was circling, well, it was first the underground ad, and then somebody was circling photos of a wild carpet that they found on a job site in Orlando. And I'm like, crap. So, you know, this is exactly what the Morelia community needs is to become the next retic thing. So oh, dear.
4: I was talking to Lon not too long ago about, I think he went on holiday down in Florida, and he said when he went fishing, he just dropped a net in one of the ponds down there. Mm. And he said he was pulling African cichlids and all kinds of, else. you know, it's just a, a hot mess down there for, for everything. Yeah.
3: horrible
4: (laughs) Oh boy
1: We do have a a caller um, That wants to speak to you, Graham Oh yeah yeah. Don't worry, Owen, it's not Jim
2: (laughs) Jim wouldn't know who Graham is But yeah, I got you, go ahead (laughs) Hey, Randall, is that you?
7: Yes, sir Hey, man, how you doing? Hey, everybody Hey, Hey, everybody Graham told me about four hours ago, he goes, Hey, I'm going to be on Morillia Python Radio tonight on the podcast. And I said, Okay. And that was like four or five hours ago. So I come downstairs to my computer and I go to Google and I go, Concro Python Radio. <laughs> I'm <It was definitely laughs> <come up. laughs> oh. old school, you know. I still call them Concro Pythons. But anyway, it's been a great interview and, uh, and stuff. And I, I love talking to Graham and, and we video chat sometimes. And stuff. I can't wait to get him over here. He, I know he's coming here in September. Yeah. We're going to go to the NARBC in Arlington, Texas, and then I'm going to take Sweet. him out to West Texas, and we're going to catch rattlesnakes Or whatever, and maybe maybe look at some small You know, I'm going to take him all the good places.
0: Nice. And yeah. everything.
7: But you guys, yeah. you, you'll have a great show, and um, thanks, man. And you're a great host. And am. um And you're funny. And, you know, I learned a lot of stuff. <laughs> I'm, I'm a venomous guy in <laughs> crocodiles all my right, life, okay. But um, and I've only had a few pythons in my life. But, um, you know, I learned a lot of stuff about this, especially about carpet pythons and stuff, and Uri and and stuff when I listen to you say, so,
4: you know. Um,
7: how are you doing, Graham?
4: Good, man, good. I'm missing you, bro.
7: How, I miss you, bro. How, how's Amy and Benjamin
4: Oh, they're asleep, mate. Don't wake up, man. Don't wake
7: up, I Yeah. No, I, I learn a lot of stuff. I, I In fact, Graham was over here uh, last October in Little Rock, Arkansas, and and I picked him up at the airport and stayed with me for a little of a week. And I had my very first blood python in my life, and um, – uh, and he came over with a a T-positive albino. I got in a trade, and nice. uh, this, you know, I was scared to death of it. I, I, the blood pythons <laughs> are like, you know, they just look like that's why they call them blood pythons, in other words.
0: <laughs> and,
7: um, and you know, and, and so he just reaches in. I said, What sex is it? He just reached in and picked this thing up, it's like four foot and weighs 25 pounds, and, and pops the hematines out, it's longer than my dick. <laughs> I'm going, Oh my did you yet? And then, you know, he you know and he puts it back in in, in, in you know, in my rack and, and puts it back to It's a male mate. You know, I'm going, oh, okay. <laughs> so. But anyway, it it's a it's a great show and um I'm I'm listening I'm gonna listen all the time now, guys.
1: Awesome. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, Thank when you, you guys get uh, get it going, we're you know, we're going to ask you to come on and tell us all oh, about it. I can't wait.
7: fly in and and, and uh, yeah, absolutely. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll give you the grand tour, the behind the scenes tour. Yeah. everything. I can't we'll
2: wait. We'll go
7: snake hunting if you want, or we'll just go out Definitely. to bars and drink <laughs> beer and stuff. We can <laughs> do both. All of that. All of that yeah. sounds great.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right.
4: Maybe not all on the same day. <laughs> what?
0: No, do it all at once. It's fine.
4: <laughs> well, we can look
1: for venomous snakes before we go to drink. You know, we know you you before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You always, always do that before. Yeah, always do that before. Diamondbacks
7: here in Arkansas and canebrake rattlesnake. Well, now, now they're calling them timber because it's been changed taxonomically. <laughs> you know, but I'm talking right. canebrakes here and. And I'm we so got uh, sydney rattlesnakes, of course, and coral snakes. Just, that's only the four venomous – and copperheads and cottonmouths, of course. Those are only venomous snakes here. But when I take them out to West Texas, you know, we got lepidus. we got black-shell rattlers, like we got the nation You know, we got western diamondbacks. you we got prairie rattlesnakes, all kinds right. of neat stuff. Oh. So, you know, that's it's just cool. great. Maybe we when like, you guys come in, we'll all go out to West Texas.
0: Hell but, yeah, right. I would love just to a do lot that. Of, uh,
7: a lot of colubrids, and, and a lot of venomous, and, and scorpions, and, and scolopendras. I'm talking about 14 inch centipedes that will eat your mother. I mean, this is (laughs) fun. Nice. It's awesome.
2: All right. That's definitely going to happen. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Forget Southern Garpa Fest, man. We're going. Yes. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Those guys. Yeah. They they pissed me off. You can have your Chondro Fest, man. We're going. We're going. Yeah. Yeah, Screw you guys. Yeah. No, we're
2: going.
7: Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, thank you, thank you very much for having me or, or accepting my call. Yeah, of and course. You, I, I told Graham I was time. listening, and it's it's, it's great. And, and uh and when you guys meet Graham, you will love him to death. He he's such a down to earth dude, I and mean, it, it you know, and honest and truthful, and and um he's just such a great guy, and he's very 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 knowledgeable, especially on oh, all pythons. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: well that I don't know Facebook seems to Disagree with him A lot So you know Yeah it's gonna kind of happen a lot huh? All <laughs> oh, Dan And Mano, Ryan
7: Rumbley, All those guys do you don't care uh, <laughs> We don't I was just no. kidding Dan I was kidding Ryan <laughs> Oh they will uh, uh,
0: I don't
2: <laughs> care Awesome uh,
0: Thank
7: awesome. you guys
2: Love you yeah, Thank you day. man Yeah man
7: Love you Graham. Awesome
2: Love you for the <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll catch up with you soon. Right, That's
2: great, dude.
1: That's awesome. Man, you got. Now I want to work there, man. I'm yeah, ready to quit my you, job and move down. Yeah, when are you guys like,
2: taking applications? <laughs> we'll relocate to Arkansas. You know, yeah. hey, we'll just run Shit. the podcast out of the library. Oh, God. No, that sounds way too good. No. <laughs> uh, oh, dear. Oh, dear. Jesus Christ. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> who just stop taking their catchphrase.
4: No, I know. But, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry,
2: Reptile and Chill, fellows. Oh,
4: They're gonna going to get mad at us. Now
1: he's back. I'm uh, back. There he is. He's back.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: So. Oh, right. yeah. I was saying, man, it sounds hey. like uh, you guys are going to have hey. a blast.
4: Yeah. Woo. Dear oh, God. Yeah. yeah. I, I, do you know what's always interesting for me as well? I mean, I've wanted to get a foot in the door just working in a zoo or something with Reptiles right, yeah. for, for my whole life since I was seven right. years old. I found it really hard, even after studying zoology at university and stuff like that but here's a golden opportunity not just to work somewhere like this but to see it built from the ground up and who gets to do that you know, yeah, man. in a okay. hundred years time, this place is still going to be there, and I was and I, I was there to get the place up, get it built and get it running you know, it's just a, a fantastic dream come true that I've been presented with and I'm really grateful for, you know, for, for believing in me and I'm putting their trust in me. Yeah, so, no, that's, you know.
2: that, that is the dream,
4: unfortunately.
2: Yeah. Like, it, you're I've, preaching to the choir. <laughs> so. Yeah,
4: definitely. Every Jeez. day I wake up and I think, you know, wow, <laughs> this is going to happen. Nothing. So That's nuts. You've worked at a zoo before, uh, uh, Owen, haven't you?
2: Uh, yeah, I worked at a small um, ZAA accredited zoo. Um, sure, sure. Yeah, so that was that was my thing, and that was and I I I was I probably stayed there longer than I ever should have because I was lured into the that will get the zoo up and running and you can design the reptile department from the ground up. So you know, when I say you're preaching yeah. to the choir, it's like this was yeah, this was the dream I was chasing fresh out of college at some point. Yeah. So yeah.
4: yeah. Think, no, it's uh, it's, it's awesome opportunity. Between myself and Randall, we're going to have uh, pretty much full autonomy on what we're going to be able to what, you know, what species we're going to be able to to get in and work with, and Randall's got the contacts to get pretty much whatever we want, you know, within the law. So it's going to be a tough decision, you know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> How do you sit there and make the list? Because I mean, yeah. you got to figure
4: out what crocs,
2: what lizards. What turtles? Yeah. What tortoise? You know, I mean, like what? What would you figure?
4: And you also want to be different too. I mean, I'd like to you work do. with some of the more in, uh, the more endangered species of crocodilians, like the Philippine mm-hmm. crocodiles, or who knows, Chinese alligators, or the, the the Thomas Doma, the false gharials. Or oh know, yeah, there's just, just you know. It's now what you guys be really doing? Would yeah. you
1: guys be doing anything along the lines of, like, uh, getting involved with, I mean, I would assume at some point maybe you would, but, like, conservation uh, of certain Absol- species? Or-
4: a- absolutely. And we also, we, we're going to have a conference hall. And we we ideally either want to start a herpetological society and give grants to people who are doing, you know, funding or PhDs or, you know, field work. And we want to wow. sort of help, help them along, too. <laughs> And, wow. and host host our own symposiums and things like that. I mean,
5: we're all moving to
2: Arkansas. Wait. Unfortunately, we're all going to end up moving to Arkansas. I don't really know <laughs> how else.
4: Yeah, I mean, this, this is we're gonna, all going to end it's up doing. we going to put yeah. Arkansas on the map in the in the world of herpetology, anyway. You know, well, no, yeah, man. On the
2: map, regardless, Arkansas has kind of missed a lot of times. So yeah, but <laughs> yeah, like yeah. <laughs>
4: but I don't know it's, why, no, because no. it's especially the town of Hot Springs where this place is going to be is absolutely mm. beautiful and you're right there on like recreational boat and lakes and you've got gorgeous mountains mm. and national park and national forest and and it's so touristy too i mean we've got a magic springs theme park just down the road with roller coasters and stuff like that um we've got a new hotel being built um over the road from where our site's going to be so we're going to go all with that custom too and it's going to have thermal pools and Use the uh, the thermal waters of hot springs and have like an outdoor sort of sauna type thing for this hotel. Oh. So that that's <laughs> that's going to be massive in itself, and we're going to get all of that custom just as people go through the town. You know, if you've got a family and two kids are in the car in the back back seat and they see Reptile Garden, you know, boy, they're going in anyway, mm. whether the parents want to or not. You know,
0: they're gonna
4: <laughs> they're gonna be. They're gonna be coming in and wanting to see some snakes and cool crocodiles for the day. Right. That's so nuts. That, as far oh, as a location, man. this place is just a no brainer, you know, for for this kind of attraction. Yeah. That's so cool. <sighs>
2: Damn! Yeah, check <laughs> oh, that out. Yeah, I very. Yeah, uh, um, maybe. Yeah.
1: Oh, and maybe you convince you can convince the girlfriend to move to Arkansas.
2: That's not no, too far from that, Florida. Dude, stop that! You <laughs> stop that. I'm thinking. I'm already thinking that in the universe. Yeah, think, so I'm um, Put it out. Yeah. I
0: think, resi- I, do think I, I think. Dennis McGee is
4: actually trying to call in. Guys, are, are you seeing a caller?
0: <laughs> Who is?
4: I think Dennis, Dennis McGee to... is is trying to call in. You guys oh, seen a uh, caller? Uh, Eric's uh, got to
1: check that. I have a few. Do you know his area code?
4: Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> 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 one yeah, we, second. We number. Yeah. I've yeah, got his mobile number, number, but not his area code. One second. Go for 501. Can... 501? 501?
1: Yeah, we got a yeah. 501. Man.
4: Yeah, click it. <laughs> You're privileged to have Dennis calling. in ah.
1: <laughs> ah, yeah, all right. <laughs> hey, Dennis,
3: is that you? Hello, hello. How are you? Hey, Dennis. Hey, how are you, man? <laughs> hey, Graham. How, hi, my friend. Uh, hey, buddy. I've been listening to the show. I've been trying to get in, and I just listened, of course, to Randall, and that was wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I just heard Randall uh, talking to y'all. Uh, and, uh, by the way, the hosts have a uh, an invitation to bring the radio show right down here to the to the uh, <laughs> reptile gardens here in Springs. Oh, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Done. Done. <laughs> but all I can say is uh, to help uh, Graham, uh, Graham here with this uh, when is it opening thing. See, I've signed a confidentiality on that right now with the investors. Mm-hmm. And
5: mm-hmm.
3: so, again, I when it gets announced, I'll, it'll be soon now. Don't get me wrong. I'm still mm-hmm. doing some paperwork and contractual stuff. But other than that, it is real quick, real soon here, and we we're trying to work some stuff for Randall – I mean for, for Graham uh, as far mm. as this immigration thing. It's going to take a little process, but, uh, of course, that's not going to interfere with – and by the way, I'm on that trip to you guys out west. Don't worry about that. I'm driving, <laughs> I'm driving it. So I don't oh, know why Randall didn't mention <laughs> the fact that I'm driving the car. <laughs> I I mean, that kind of leaves me out in the kind of the cold, though. It? Yeah, it's a little okay, weird. Can I get along? Can I go on this trip with you guys? Of course. Like I mean, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. You bet. And I think I could actually show Randall a few uh, spots to catch some steaks too. So, uh, I'm getting jealous here. I'm getting left out in the, in the wind. I'm just an old man that's trying to trying to sneak on a trip out west. It sounds like. But, yeah. Hey, man. Yeah,
0: whatever. That's
3: fine.
1: We'll do the podcast. We'll do the podcast right on the road in the car while we're herping. Yeah, and we no can. mobile. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: that would really be a classic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, you might have to censor it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fine. No, uh, we, we we got that hard R rating. <laughs> doing, that's funny. That's funny, you know. But uh, you know, when a bunch of snake hunters get in a car, you never know what's being talked about. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I am so excited uh, uh, for Graham and his family and and whatever. But you guys uh, all are doing a wonderful job with your podcast and all your programs and stuff. I mean, it's Thanks, so, man. so great. That, uh, Thank you. Yeah, and I. have I know it's been uncomfortable for Graham to try when uh, how, when you're going to open and all that. So it's been a, a you know a little embarrassing in that sense, I think, for him. And I want to relieve that from him. It's it's all due to these other contractual things.
5: So, yeah, we can understand uh, that.
3: Uh, yeah, know, I hope so because we have all the all the permits, everything's ready, and uh, and it's really soon. It's doing the, the final. Yeah I'm saying I don't know it's very soon I can't say when That's <laughs> right uh, But you know I'm I'm uh learning a lot and and I'll learn a lot but uh, uh at the same time I'm sure I, I have a few things to that people can share and I'll share with that uh hopefully I can be of some uh you know some use to them I'm just a, I I'm then I'm a developer of real estate and so on and so forth for the last 35 years. I, but my earlier, I was working at different zoos and with some famous people and enjoyed my life, and whatever. And now I'm ready to, I'm ready to share all that uh, with anybody. But at the same time, I've never lost my passion for the reptiles and the and the to try and teach it and uh, share the. The excitement that we all uh, know that reptiles bring us, but we know yep. that they're a vital part of the ecosystem, and we want everybody to understand that and uh, and be right. cautious and at the same time be very uh, conservative and not kill things and whatever. But, mm-hmm. but again, I had to call. I'm so nervous. I don't know why I'm so darn nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I got a question I never, for you. I, am. I got, a
1: got a question for you. <laughs> Uh, with all the years that you've been working with reptiles, do you have a favorite?
3: Yeah, oh, I'm I'm definitely uh, with rattlesnakes. Rattlesnakes, um, you know, yeah. yeah. And Is there a particular species? Uh, well, or just no, in not really. Uh, just in yeah, general. <laughs> well, I like the mountain. I like lepidus, you know, and and uh, but I like the mountain forms uh, more mm-hmm. than okay. You know, and I and, and the massasagas, I've. I, you know, I I've caught Western yeah. and western, but uh, but the uh, no massasaugas are very unique snakes as far as I'm concerned. Uh, right. Sisters, but they but no, uh, I'm interested in. I keep a lot of uh, different kinds of snakes, but vipers are very interesting to me. Of course, at mm-hmm. the zoos that I worked at, the Staten Island and Cincinnati and Columbus. Uh, Jeez. Well, the Columbus Zoo under Lou that he was a real legend in his time. And right. uh, he, uh, that zoo at that time years ago, we're talking about in the 70s, had the world's large, or excuse me, the, in the United States, the largest uh, Viper collection. And uh, he's oh, like okay. reading, uh, and that at that time, which was a very rare thing. To Unheard say, of thing. Have yeah. Years, yeah. But uh, but no, I had a chance to work with vipers back then of, ver- of some rare stuff and and I got really addicted to them. I think they're fascinating, beautiful animals too. I mean, they're just beautiful. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and their habits and but uh, but no, I uh, I didn't learn a whole lot about the breeding because he wouldn't share that. That was a shame. He wouldn't really wow. share a lot of the. He had those in a section yeah. that every once in a while he'd let me go in, of course, and help clean and whatever and talk a little bit about it and help carry the tray with some mice on That's it. about all <laughs> I <could> <laughs> say. <laughs> I'm <sure. laughs> you know, just being honest with you. That's about all it was uh, on a cart. That's all I was doing. But he would talk a little bit about it. But he was very secretive about uh, how how he was working and getting these to feed mm-hmm. and breed and stuff. And that's a shame. But uh, – but other than that, that's when I got addicted to the vipers, and I really, uh, uh, really am still interested uh, in all this. All, you know, I, you guys are all breeders, and that is mm-hmm. something that is going to be so fascinating to me. And I don't know much about how to talk morphs. I mean, they start talking morphs, and I'm, I'm standing there looking like a deer with a <laughs> license, and uh, I'm thinking, my God, what's that about? about they
0: talking.
3: I'm serious I mean it, it is uh kind of I go to these shows, and my God, they're standing around right there talking another language, and
5: but uh you know what yeah. i
3: is i'm I'm just a vehicle here for the future, hopefully, of uh, a beautiful reptile attraction and a, a future for some great people. And I want to be right. a part of that. So that's really awesome. my motivation at this point in my life. So. But, Graham, awesome. old buddy, I love you. I love your love family. Love you too, buddy. Uh, tell them all hi for me.
5: And you I'm going to get off
3: the phone before I faint. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, joking. I'm joking. But I am so dang nervous I can't stand it. Uh, I'll, just, I'll catch I'll catch up one of these days and start being able to talk to you. But, uh, <laughs> but no, I had totally. to bump in on this phone call because – uh, you know, I I am going to be driving the car as you guys. Are. <laughs> <laughs> right on. I, Definitely. So give me a little plug there. Okay. Well, uh, we, we, uh, thank you again for your beautiful show. I mean, you really do a wonderful job. I, I I've yeah. listened to you before. And uh oh, Graham, old buddy. Good. Uh, just take care. It's all coming. Yeah. You too, Dennis. <laughs> give my little uh, yeah. to right. I will. I sure will. Thank you, guys. I All thank
4: right.
1: you. I'm going to say have goodbye. A good thank you. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. Bye-bye. Man, you have quite
0: the fan
4: club, Damn, man. Damn, dude. I mean, uh... Uh, <laughs> but what, a, what a gentleman, Dennis is, yeah. you know, just just the knowledge and, and such a heart that he's got, you know, just can't be for you. He's, yeah, he's man. i love you too. Yeah.
2: He's got stories. Like, he's got to just have
4: stories on stories on stories. I mean, dear Lord. You could sit there and listen to him talk about the, you know, about Carfeld and him working with Ross Allen and setting up Gator Town in Florida and stuff. You could listen to that stuff all day. Yeah. All day we're gonna
2: have to eric you're gonna have to like we we might like we might have to go down there and record an episode with him so that he's not like you know whatever we'll figure it out you know yeah no we do not need jim on the phone call that would degrade the episode right now all right no (laughs)
0: that's
2: awesome
4: awesome.
1: yeah man um I can't wait for this place to open up now. You know, yeah. you know it's like. Uh... <laughs> These
4: that's things crazy. take time, but, you know, it's time that's all worth it in the end. When it is oh, open, yeah. you know, you're going to wonder what happened to that time. So, you know, I'm just excited to get out there. As Randall said, I'm going out in, in September. We're going to go to NARBC Arlington. Hopefully, we're going to be visiting Dave and Tracy's place. Okay. And we're Oh, gonna wow. Yeah, wow indeed Yeah. For the for for blood guy like me, that's, you know
0: Yeah <laughs>
4: That's going to be yeah. hard, dude Yeah, <laughs> she's going she's gonna to have to kick me out Well, I but, mean,
2: uh, there might be stuff there that you weren't expecting to see Or is there like, some new stuff, or I mean...
4: Tracy's Who knows, dude? About, Tracy's got about a hundred different projects that just mm-hmm. haven't been released yet I mean I did share with mm-hmm. the Black Eye stuff as well and it's going to be in the new book which is coming out soon by the way Nice The uh, the, the Pythons of the World Volume 3 Bloods and Short-Tail Pythons uh, Volume 4 sorry Volume 3 with uh, the Malaysia and the Malay Archipelago wasn't it but yeah, yeah Volume 4 is coming out soon I think I'm going to have a few pictures in there that have sent her over anyway with the super strike critiques from last year and the uh, and the black eyes this year, so I'm looking forward to to getting me teeth into that book anyway because there's going to be things that we can all learn from from Tracy, you know. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. That's so cool.
4: You when know, comes out, the market's just gonna the floodgates are gonna open just because people are looking at all these gorgeous pictures of all these blood pythons that they've never seen before. It's all gonna yeah. help the blood market.
1: Oh yeah, you know I. I mean, that, did I have a time frame on that book? Is that soon, or
4: have you heard? Well, I know they like to bring every last year. They brought out volume three. I think it was at September Arlington, so it could, right. it could be the September show. You know, I know the text was done. They just have to fill it with the photographs. So it, it right. could be the show. It could be you know, it could be Christmas time. Who knows?
2: Right. It could be something that gets. Put back in your bag on your way back home, or yeah. something like that. But...
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> so uh, we do have one last.
1: Uh, qu- I mean, we're almost down in time, but one last question that popped up, Kyle. Um, so he had a question for you. Like, what is what is your what's your plans for Borneo's when you make it over here?
0: I
4: guess. I think I'm gonna. To be honest, I love them all. And there's some mm-hmm. amazing, amazing uh, Borneo guys like Frank Good, you know, Chris Jensen, um, Minotaur is the king, obviously. But just seeing, I think Matt's Matt Extreme Marbles are sort of the avenue I'd like to go. Right. And I'd, I'd like to, I wouldn't want to buy a straight-up extreme, extreme Marble. I'd like to just do what Matt did myself and see the different levels over the generations you could work that, you know. So right, I, I think, yeah, I think marbles are the avenue of them I'm gonna go because there's so many I think, you know, we've already got the numbers and all of that, but I think working the marble into other things and the stripe maybe as well, I really like those, so I think gotcha. marbles are the one for me anyway, they've got my eye the busy patterns, so
1: you've you've never seen them in person, right.
4: I've got a marble male over here in uh, the UK and I bred it to that female that never reproduced for me. And, you know, who knows, maybe she is going to go on and give someone a clutch from that marble, but I don't think so. I think mm. I'd, I'd have seen it by now, you know. Right. Mm. But, yeah, I have seen them in the flash and they're absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. But not the extreme Very ones. Cool. I haven't seen those in the flesh yet. There but I will. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're just gonna, I mean you you obviously you know, you we've Dude. been kind of saying that we're gonna come visit you in Arkansas. You're gonna have to come to a northeast carpet fest.
4: Yeah. yeah. When you get over so there, I mean you're
2: gonna have at the to see,
4: photos the past few you know, weeks has made me really wanna go and you've got all the good people there. You know, you've got Keith and Frank and and Matt and you know, we, we been, are man. the
2: best out of Looks all carpet like Fest. Time. Yeah, I
4: mean I, we we I do win. You know, that must be a, a a feat in itself.
2: Yeah, yeah.
4: yeah. One of those things. <laughs> so
2: yeah, <it's>, uh, um,
4: <laughs> quick objections.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, every year we shave a year off of Eric's like life expectancy. Yeah. So you know,
0: I'm not sure how
2: many we're gonna have left before he just disintegrates. Got, uh, yeah. We just got to make it to ten. I'm sending the I'm Hobbit. S- I gotta. I send him first because if it's not safe, then I won't go because I, I don't trust. I, I feel like I'm going to be sitting here and I'm going to get a letter that's like cut out of magazines from the Reptile and Chill Guys. So like, we have your Hobbit. You know, you must leave a briefcase full of euros. And I'm going to be like, oh, crap, what's the exchange rate? And uh, it's, it's going to be – yeah, uh, yeah I, I, they would be the troublemakers so um, well, i'll I'll be there
4: Eric, car. anyway, I'll be there with my family, so it'll be good to uh guns with you at last so yeah that's absolutely yeah, yeah. Graham will keep yeah, you man. safe
2: stick stay close to Graham, don't trust those yeah. other three yeah man, I can't
4: wait it's gonna be great, yeah it's
2: gonna
1: be yeah, great.
0: Definitely. so <sighs> Uh, Dude, uh, all right. All this stuff yeah. we got to
1: do. <laughs> I know, right? Got it um, uh, Okay. I don't know. Anything else you want to throw out there, man?
4: Yeah, man. Uh, no. Thanks for having me on. Uh, thanks for speaking Absolutely. to Randall and Dennis, and uh, hopefully, of course, they they got you guys as excited as they got me over this uh, reptile garden thing. You know, it's going to be huge.
2: Hell yeah. I could say oh, yeah, that man. after talking with the both of them, I can see how you could get like so hooked up with these guys, like swept up in it because they're both seem insanely knowledgeable and insanely cool.
4: Yeah. So
2: it's like that, that, that's that's awesome. So,
4: yeah. yeah, I'm I'm very fortunate to be in the situation that I'm in, you know? I'm well, a, if you, you need know.
2: like a, a maintenance guy or something
1: like Shut that, <laughs> know, keep me in mind. <laughs> I'm already sending yeah. my resume I get out of here.
2: <laughs> uh, I don't know. He yeah. can't reach things on tile. He can't reach things on tall shelves. You don't want him. All right, I could be in charge of the food
1: or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah.
4: <laughs> we'll get you guys up there anyway. We'll give you the VIP tour. You know. No, broadcast.
2: dude. We're gonna we're gonna broadcast from the. We're gonna do an episode from the library. All right. Oh, I mean, yeah. like we're gonna we'll figure it out.
0: You
4: yeah. know.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The Damn, college of knowledge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, yeah. yes. All right. Beautiful. Thanks awesome. for having
4: me on again, guys. Anyway, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Yep. Absolutely,
1: yeah,
2: man. I thank know. you, dude. And we know it's late over there and all that fun stuff, so thanks for coming on.
4: Oh, Okay, I'm going to go to the gym now. <laughs> <laughs> My
0: man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. Well, Damn.
4: Good evening, gentlemen. Uh, for having me. All right, man. Best. Okay, thanks, take you it you easy. Bye. Have a good one. <laughs>
2: Uh, awesome, you know. Awesome, awesome. When, when, when they're like, he's like, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm reminded of a Simpsons episode where Homer's like running, and he passes a gym, and he's like, "Gym? What the hell is a gym?" So like, you know, it's like that. I have no idea what a gym <laughs> is.
1: <laughs> Owen, we did just what? get a. Uh, we did just <laughs> we did just get a request in um, oh, from what uh, now? From, no, no, it's not a bad thing. Oh. But okay. uh, maybe this is what we'll cover on next week's episode. Um, go for it. But um, on, on last week's uh, – anyway, he says, hello. First of all, this is from uh, – his name is Anthony Bugno. Um, he says, thanks so much for all your hard work. And you putting put in the NPR. It's always one of the highlights of my week. Does,
2: last Eric does episode, most of it. I just show up, but go on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Owens referenced his conversation with Keith about his wood cage design. Please, please mm. make an episode covering the topic. I'm currently in early design mm. process for our own wooden enclosure and would love mm. access <laughs> to what I am sure was a very informative conversation. Um, yeah, man, I guess we could. Yeah. Uh, we,
2: we can could always that. hit on that. And, and uh, I did take pictures. I don't want to say throughout because I didn't take pictures every time because I'm working by myself and I was, like head down and then I look up and like, crap, I should have taken pictures of that. So, um, but I can kind of walk people through and the cages will actually be complete as of Friday because that's when the glass shows up. Um, And once the glass is here, the dirt's going in, the isopods are going in, the mulch is going in, the springtails are going in the heat's getting turned on, the water's going in, the the hide box is going in. I think I might put a snake in there eventually, but like, you know, it's (laughs) like we're, we're getting to that point. So, uh, but I do have like a parts list, I guess is what I would call it. Or I can tell people exactly what I did and how I kind of went through it. And, uh, if that helps anybody, sure. Why not? I'll toss it out there because you know, it's almost like I asked, Keith and Keith kind of just did all this stuff for me and I definitely kind of want to like pay that one forward because you know how many times could somebody like Keith just be like I don't know dude figure it out so you know it's definitely like that so uh to be honest the amount of people that have asked me what I'm sealing the cages with has been insane (laughs) like everybody wants to know what I'm sealing these cages with so uh yeah we can always do that I'm fine with that so um, I was going to say I've been kind
1: of going down. So I, I've been trying to look at whether I want to go building my own cages mm-hmm. or buying cages or whatever. But mm-hmm. I'll have to send you this video I saw. This guy, he okay. makes his own. First of all, I, I could watch this for hours. And
0: it's <laughs> it's not
1: that I'm going to be like – converting everything through these bioactive substrates and all this stuff. But some of the right. cages that, you know, especially people that are really good at it, to me, it's almost like an art, you know? It is. Um, but this guy, he, he built this king snake cage and mm-hmm. there's some kind of like, I, I don't know exactly uh, what it is, but it's some kind of epoxy. But when you mix, you have to mix like three things together And then Mm -hmm. it it makes, like, this white epoxy that you put on the inside of the cage, and you just, like, kind of paint it on. And it looks like it almost – I mean, from the look of it, it looks like, you know, like a PVC cage from the outside, but it's wood on – I mean, it's PVC on the inside, but wood on the outside. But it's
2: really, really cool. Um, And that That was going to be an option before Keith told me about the clear coat that I used was Uh because chris and i were talking about it because he and i were bouncing off ideas and he's like clear coat he's like just clear epoxy clear epoxy would do great and i'm like yeah but how much how much is that gonna be because you got to get all three of them got to mix them together and do all that fun stuff he's like yeah it, it would be a thing and i'm like yeah so but that's always an option so epoxy is definitely one of those things that again i don't know about you but when i came up it was always the you're kind of like the cheap reptile guy if you have wood cages or if you have wood cages there's so many things that can go wrong and they're just going to degrade and like disintegrate and turn into crap and right. all of the stuff and that's not necessarily true you nope. know uh i think one of the worst things that we had is that people went and started getting the melamine stuff and they started putting those cages together and thinking that because they're melamine it's you don't have to do anything with it. But the problem is that if any kind of moisture gets into in between those melamine boards over that plastic stuff, it's going to puff up. It's going to disintegrate. It's going to fall apart. So a lot of people have had experiences with not building melamine cages properly, and they just automatically attach that onto the wood stuff. But, you know, for me, the amount of money I've spent building these wood cages is, still probably only about half of what I would have spent if I had gone out and bought PVC cages. Right. So in my mind, it's worth it. And also I got the exact sizes I wanted.
1: I think that's the one thing for me that really kind of like pushes me in that direction is that depending Mm. on, you know, what species it is, um, you know, I can accommodate that size for the yeah. snake and not have to worry about you know oh is this one 12 inches like I want a three foot cage but I want it to be you know 15 inches yeah. or 12 inches or you know 10 inches or whatever so yeah
2: I mean but, I, I uh, thought of it more like yeah matt has every single inch of his room is yeah. set up to like he's not he's not a single inches off kilter now matt does that with racks and custom built cages and other stuff like that you could right. easily do that with wood stuff, and just again take every inch possible. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh huh. Not bad, dude. Yeah. <sighs> Alrighty. Uh. <laughs> we we can totally talk on that, and then uh, yeah, you know if we I we have the top. I mean, I, I guess next week's gonna be a you and me episode or something like that. Yeah, yeah, probably. It's right. yeah. so, because we can talk yeah. more about how uh Pennsylvania's screwing itself with venomous reptiles, but we'll 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 save that for later. <laughs> so. uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll save that for another day. Um Yeah, less than that's too crazy.
1: Yeah, I guess um yeah, I am sorry, I've been chatting with Randall. Um as we're <laughs> we're sending oh, the see. show.
2: I'm I'm not. You can't chat with Owen live. We have to chat with Randall on the thingy. So well, yeah, oh, I got Some it.
1: things take precedence. Whoa now, I mean? whoa <laughs> now.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean, I'm not. Uh, I'm not blaming you.
1: Like, right, right, right. <laughs> oh. Dude, how awesome would it be to travel out with those guys to no, West it's gonna Texas? Happen. And, right, no, no, oh. dude,
2: that's gonna happen. You know, and you know what? We're gonna go and we'll do it the same weekend as Kondro Fest. I mean what? I'm not bitter. <laughs> what did you say?
0: <laughs> I don't
1: know what i that's cool, man. I, I, I just thought it was funny. I saw it and I was like, What? The southern guys are bailing on us?
5: What the hell Yeah, is what going the on? hell's up with that? <laughs> just,
0: you know, uh, I don't yeah. know
1: if I don't know if Bill's gonna stand for this
2: swift vengeance will happen are you kidding me Mm-mm. Mm-mm. although he does have <laughs> one of the nicest
1: condros in the us and don't uh, talk no don't worry about and he, you know he it, does run the gtp podcast maybe he will switch over to god stop fact. helping I don't, stop you're not helping
2: you just,
1: <laughs> i know you think you're helping it's not working yeah damn so okay um
2: start our own southern carp fest
1: with <laughs> yeah <laughs> We'll just go, we'll run a place down there in the south and somewhere and call it, uh, get you other Moralia people. <laughs> okay. All right. That's enough. <laughs> yeah, that's enough. We've, we've, that's we've enough. out, out, we out see, We've gone, one. it's totally off the rails now. Too far. It's,
2: it's too, far. <laughs> it's too far. Oh, <laughs> we never got Graham
1: to say tortoise. God damn it. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you had one damn job, it. Owen. Oh, damn it <laughs> By the way I yeah. have to shout this out Holy shit What? Those guys over there at Reptile and Chill are very very talented man Did you What did they do? Happen to catch <laughs> that little clip You didn't
0: catch that what? clip?
1: No the, What's of, happening? Uh... Oh Owen Good
2: I saw Owen. pictures of them playing with oh. a raccoon And I'm like And I went into some sort of fit of oh, PTSD oh, Of me bleeding Stop <laughs> it <laughs> I didn't say oh dear, oh dear, oh dear.
1: I just said one oh you, dear. Yeah, yeah, you said two. <laughs>
2: I mean I told you stop stealing other podcast lines, you know. No,
1: uh uh Danny was singing and holy hell man, the dude's got some some chops. I was impressed. Oh, oh so yeah, they're gonna be he, uh, he was dude, I, I would play with him in a heartbeat. Um I he was know. singing Tennessee whiskey. Holy shit, man. Yeah. Yeah, that was really good, man. It was really good. So hats off to you, sir. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I'll find
1: it and I'll post it in the chat. They had it somewhere. I know I know I seen it. I was like I'm like, oh, these guys are goofing around or whatever and they started singing. I was like, oh, oh, oh,
0: goddamn, (laughs) okay. I told you, it's
2: all when you when you do eventually form the Morelia band, it'll be a whole bunch of really talented people and then me just making an ass of myself with a cowbell. And like, you know, it's it'll be very reminiscent of that uh, SNL sketch. Like that's I have already assigned myself to that that's my role. So
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, I guess we're gonna wrap it up and roll out. Are you ready to yeah. call it? Okay Yeah, I'm done.
0: Do you think all right. Beautiful. All right.
1: MorelliPythonRadio.net. And eventually will be .com, but right now .net. Um, Slowly, slowly working it over. Uh, It's coming together. It looks pretty cool, I think. Um, If you want to get in contact (laughs) with us, info at MorelliPythonRadio.com is our email. Um, Follow us all over the place. Um, And for me, it's EB Morelia. Anything EB Morelia, uh, you can follow me.
6: So All right. What?
2: Um, sorry. Right. They're sending they're sending gifts in the chat. I'm, I need to stop looking. <laughs> um but um sending gifts uh, or gifts. Uh, you it, a gift? it, it, no, it's a gift. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> <you can't, laughs> oh, dear kettlebell. <laughs> The cowbell. Yeah, thank oh, you. Uh, it would just be like that. It, that's that's me, and then you could, that's you. You're playing the guitar all serious, singing, and I'm just banging away on the bell. Yeah, I could see me turning around and saying, "Would you stop banging that stop goddamn that. God. Listen, the only bell, the only song we have." It, yeah, I got it. Yeah. so Anyway. My own point,
1: Eric. My own point. I, is this good? Is
5: this good? Yeah, yeah, the
1: Reptile yeah. and Chill guys—they—they they put out this awesome song, and here's me and Owen, and I'm playing guitar, and he's
2: smacking a cowbell. Oh, Jesus! Yeah, it'd be <laughs> great. It's, just, it's perfect. You know. Oh, uh, anyway, yeah, uh, for me, you can go to Rogue Dash Reptiles.com. Uh, we're in the middle of the updates. Uh, hopefully, I'll have all that thing finished in the next couple of weeks with a bunch of new photos as well as uh, clicks, links, and stuff like that for you. Um, as far as animals for sale, I'm going to be posting a bunch of new pictures of all the animals that are currently for sale in the next couple weeks. Uh, probably next week, we'll do that one, uh, especially now that the weather is really nice and all that fun stuff for shipping before it gets too hot. Um, and as far as shows, I got nothing. There's nothing happening. We're never doing shows again.
5: So, um, <laughs>
2: Welcome no, to damn the it. dark side. No, no damn it. I'm never doing it again. They've broken me anyway. So But I will be at shows. I'll let you know when those happen. Um, and that's pretty much all we have for you guys tonight. This has been an awesome episode. So we'll say thank you all for listening and we'll catch everybody back here next week for some more Morelia Python radio. Good night.